What's up, everyone? Hi, everybody. Well, we started out with several viewers. Yeah, we did. Man, we got this a hot our... guest. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That and, uh, we're starting our this is our first episode doing it on our personal pages too. Yeah, so it'll be fun. We're trying to spread it out a little bit more, so Mark. And uh, trying to you know push everybody to go to our Facebook and YouTube page. Hello, beautiful. What's up? So, um, I don't know if anybody saw this. I'm going to put this, well, let's see. What hot mess. <clears throat> anyway, while you're talking real quick, I'm going to upload something real quick. Okay. Um, How you doing, Andy? James Bernard. James and uh, Bruce in the comments on <laughs> our post was hilarious. They were just back and forth with each other. I loved it. <laughs> so, you oh, know. So, yeah. uh, Amanda did that right after MTE, Andy. And, uh, yeah, it looked really good. I was happy with it. Um, so yeah, uh, when I was asking Bruce for a photo, you know, I was messing with him. I said, well, you, you can send us something. He said, I don't like taking selfies. And I, I said, well, I'm going to stalk your Facebook page. And I pulled the one up with bass, you know, and, uh, I said, I'll, I'll use this one or whatever. And he sent me this, this, the one we used jokingly. And I'm like, don't tempt me on that. And I knew that and the you know, reason I'm like, go ahead with it is because we knew that Everybody get a laugh out of it. I knew Bruce would get a laugh out of it. Oh yeah, um, and it really kind of shows his sense of humor because he's the one that actually sent it to me too. So um, I still love the fact that Nick Stark was like, "I thought that was a real dick guy." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. dude, you should retire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So if yeah, our guest is of course Bruce Halverson of Dingbusters. Uh, Bruce is one of the best techs. Uh, I've only met him in person oh, once, and that was MTE two years ago. Me too. But he is—he's always, you know, engaging in the show. He's always, you know, just super nice, uh, just all-around guy. And uh, but as far as repairs, he is, you know, everybody talks about a one percent, or he's in that one percent. Oh, so, absolutely. Uh, but before we bring him on, uh, if you didn't see the screen at the very front of the intro. Me and Andy have actually uh, done pretty well this year. So, uh, as far as winning an award, so Dapper Dent Repair won uh, the Main Street Award for uh, Best Auto Service Center uh, for Dixon, and we just won the the Nappy Awards for Best Paint and Body Shop, which is just hilarious to me since we're a paintless dent repair company. Right. So, um, Anyway, uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, I still laugh. It's called the nappies. Like only Mobile would embrace nappies as a good thing. <laughs> well, it's it's the the newspaper uh, is Lanyap, and okay. it's LA, so they call it the nappies. It's kind of like Dunder Mifflin calling it the Dundies. Dundies, you know, yeah. Dundie awards. Um, Thank you, fellas. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Andy and them had their little uh, award ceremony today. During the day, we have ours uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, they do a big ceremony we'll get you know our our major award hopefully it's a leg lamp i don't know fragile <laughs> the only reason i know that's because of amanda she says that all yeah. the time uh and what was really cool about mine this year this is our third year in a row winning it but my brother actually works for the main street or you know the dixon post who does the main street awards he was the, the main guy doing the thing today so my brother was actually the one that got to give me my award which was, yeah. I, I love that made it extra special I, I tried to watch the uh, the video real quick, and I kept trying to go through it to see where y'all were, and, and I couldn't ever find it. And I'm like, Let's I got the word, Italian. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. 
appreciate everybody joining in yeah. and commenting so far. But let's, uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get our guest on here. Let's do it. And and y'all have to um, y'all have to uh, be be kind of patient. You know, he he is using like a dinosaur AOL for his yeah, his dinosaur's uh, paddling. It ain't paddling very fast. Look at him. Hello? Put, you put, your, put your teeth in, sir. <laughs> Y'all heard of the, the grand old man of the Marine Corps? This is the grand old man I, of the Dent Corps. <laughs> I can't find him. <laughs> you could do the whole show like it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you only had an ear horn. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's like. Oh, choppy. I know. <laughs> Looks like an a 80s music video. <laughs> no, we love Bruce. We give Bruce a lot of crap, but we, we love him to death. He's always, like you said, he's always chiming in and commenting funny stuff. And Matt said, I can hear the screech of his modem. <laughs> old AOL dial up here. No. I, I know we, I know we've talked a little bit before the show, but, uh, it was pretty hot there today, huh? Yeah, it's about almost Scorch. 90. Yeah. <laughs> Scorching. I mean, that's hot for here. Yeah. And if y'all, you know, those you of y'all know, at- he's, in, he's in Washington, so. Yeah. It's pretty comfortable up there. It just rains yeah, a lot. Well, if you guys, it, yeah, if you guys spent about 10 months here or so and got acclimated, you'd, uh, you'd think 90 was hot. Look, I think 90 is hot man. here. <laughs> what you talking about? Yeah. That's why my my lazy butt got air conditioning. I was like, uh-uh. No, nah, I'm good. I got the opportunity. I'm getting it. Let's go. Yeah. So Kevin Bird's always showing that his thermometer is like 106 or whatever. I'm like, it's a balmy 72 here in the shop. <laughs> I love it. Maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll have the AC. But anywho uh, – so, Bruce, uh, like I was telling you earlier, you know, we, we start out by kind of getting a, a quick background of how you got into this wonderful industry that we're in. Um, you know, you don't have to go all the way back to, like, the Mayflower and stuff, but um, you can. <laughs> Tell us about the dinosaur bones. Just, <laughs> no, no, so, I I'll just go back as far as the stone knives and wooden spears. Okay. <laughs> I think. Um, Thank you, Sal. Yeah, back Sal in uh, back in '96. Hello. Go ahead. We can hear you. I was just going to tell you, oh, South Korea. Uh, say hello. There's one of my mentors right there. We love Sal. Sal's awesome. But um, back in '90. What? I said we love Sal. He's awesome. Sal's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I wish I had my earbuds in. I could hear better. But right. um, back in '96, I went and got trained at uh, at Paintball uh, years ago, and um, got trained for a week and learned just enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was uh, about to I say that. What's that? 
Uh, paintball, I was I was going to say, how, how was your experience? But you just said how it was. So that's very understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the eight guys that were there, I think there was only two of us that could fix like dime size dance and make a little bit of money. And I guess I guess Gene Fetty's a, a paintball survivor too. But um, he is. Uh, Carl Carl Nevue. Yeah, about the about the time I got out, or about the time I got in, there was a bunch of guys that got out. So when I came home, there was like uh, nobody here was doing it, and so I walked into the dealers and started doing a bunch of wholesale work, and I got my wet. And basically, because I didn't have any mentors, didn't have because back in your job description in the fine print. Uh, you were basically required to mad dog your competition. And so you never got to know everybody had an attitude and nobody show anybody anything. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, I didn't know how to move metal, didn't, uh, didn't really know how to do a lot of R&I. Uh, it, was, it was pretty rough first uh, couple of years or so. I was working at the um, aluminum plant and I started doing it part-time. And uh, I think one was it back in, towards the end of 90, uh, I just burned all my vacation and, and went out. And uh, the first week I was out, I made $500 more than, or no, the first month, I made $500 more than what I would have made at the aluminum plant. And then the following month, it was 500 more. And then after that, it just kind of snowballed, awesome. but um, awesome. I really, I really didn't didn't come into my own until uh, I opened a shop across from the Honda dealer uh, back in when was it eighty uh, six? When was when did we have the big downturn? Was it eighty seven? I don't know. I was I was five. <laughs> <laughs> Economy was not on my brain at eighty seven. <laughs> I was worried about uh, Ninja Turtles. Um, when was that? 90. No, 2008. That's when it was. 2007, 2008. 2008 yeah. Okay. Across okay. from the Honda dealer. Yeah. And uh, uh, put internet in the shop, and I started going online and looking what other guys were doing. And uh, I saw this funny video with Haynes Freeman where where he was doing the yeah. magnet thing, thing. Yeah. And I came Freaking across, haze, man. <laughs> yeah, I came, yeah, so I so I came across this red Volvo XC90 that this this guy was uh, supposedly doing a repair on, and I thought this was just another clown video. Well, come to find out, it, the guy's name was Sal Contreras, and it was, this Volvo got hit with a, trailer hitched. I mean, just smashed it. Mm. And uh, the rare, and I was just like, like, uh, I got to touch base with this guy because uh, I've never, you know, if somebody would have brought that to me back then, I'd just say, no, body shop, body shop. Right. So um, I contacted him and I got his five disc uh, video course and applied it his theories and everything and bought his tooling and all that and applied to what I was doing. And 
the um, size and the the uh, depths of the repairs I was doing back then, I mean, just exploded exponentially. So I basically learned how to move metal from him. And then, uh, when was it? I started going to, I, I got on a mailing list somewhere and um, accidentally came in contact with Keith Constantino and Shane Jacks. I started going to their advanced skill seminars and that's where I'm uh, Bryce Kelly. And I had a lot of things in common with Bryce because I started st strictly wholesale and he was very, you know, he's very down to earth, very personal and yes, a really he nice is. guy. And, oh, yeah. uh, got to spend some time with him. And then, um, and then at one of the advanced skill seminars, um, that gave me an opportunity to meet Casimir. And um, I got an opportunity to touch base with him. And I remember the, the day that he was there at the advanced skills seminar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, well, everybody went to lunch. I spent my lunch hour talking with Kaz, even with his broken English, because when, as he was demonstrating his tools and everything, because the tools that I had back then were very limited. And so I was, um, using them in ways that we, they were not designed. So I was used to using them by purpose. So I would go in with one tool and try to do as much as I could with just one mm -hmm. tool. Yeah. And so when I saw his tools and everything and how they were multi-purpose and everything, it just kind of um, light bulb came on. And I said, well, I need to figure out a way to, um, to uh, touch base with him and go train with him. So I got the money together and went to Lithuania and trained with him and got certified uh, as a, a standliner technician. And then later on, as they were, they would see the, uh, my repairs, they decided that they were going to make me uh, gold uh, certified master craftsman. Um, That's awesome. That is probably the most important uh, certification to me uh, as far as like, because I'm very emotionally attached to um, calves. I mean, he's, he treats me like yeah. one of his kids. And awesome. uh, I, I, I think very highly of him and his tools and, and his techniques and the rest of that stuff. And um, if it wasn't for really, if it wasn't for, um, if it wasn't for uh, Shane and Keith and, um, Kaz and Sal and Bryce and and a few other individuals that I probably I'll probably leave out. I didn't get to where I'm at by myself. Um, right. I mean, I don't know everything. Even at 66, I'm still learning. Um, yeah. Because every day is different. Every day is different as mm -hmm. as the. Um, as the metals evolve, as they start, as they use more aluminum, as they um, use more um, uh, alloys in the steel, ultra, you know, high strength steel, ultra strength steel. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's constantly changing. I mean, if you'd, if you'd have told me 27 years ago when I was a newbie 
and I'm probably still a newbie now with uh, <laughs> premature, premature senility. What was your name again? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, if you had told me 27 years ago that, that, that the industry would be doing the repairs that they are now with the new glues and uh, tools and, and uh, technology and, uh, and all of that, I'd have told you you were crazy. Yes. I mean, there's just no right. way. No way. Um, I mean, now with, I've just had, in the last couple of months, I've had the opportunity to use a, the um, hot box. And now I'm, I'm, I'm able to do uh, jobs that I would have uh, normally turned away and sent, sent down the road or kicked it to the body shop. Right. And uh, I mean, that's just, that's, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, granted, yeah. you can only shrink them so much, but, but still, um, I mean, if you're able to even get it close and make the customers happy, I mean, man, your, your name, your name spreads, spreads like wildfire. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, uh, you know, technology like this, the, you know, the lateral tension is the thing now, and I've been using the crap out of it and love it. Like it's, it's helped me get a lot of dents up cleaner, faster than I would have before, you know. So I love oh, where the yeah. industry's still headed. Yeah, and lateral tension. I mean, that when you guys had uh, Robert Castillo on mm -hmm. uh, here a little while, a while back, and he did that thing with the folded paper. Yeah. And when I, I got a chance to meet him over there at, um, oh, what's his name? Um, anyway, uh, can't, or, um, oh, what is that? Good grief. Anyway, <laughs> I got to meet him over there. It was over there by, by your booth, Cam Auto. That's what it was. Okay. Cam okay. Auto. Yeah. Yeah. And he did that thing with the folded paper. Mm hmm. And it was almost like, bing, almost light like bulb. a light bulb went on. Mm -hmm. It's just like, man, that makes like total sense. And then right after that, I saw a, um, I saw a video of, um, oh, who's the guy in California? Um, Toledo? No, 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 no. Uh, Mar Marty Rooney? Yeah. Yeah, Marty, Marty. Rooney. The, where he talked about how the the uh, steel is rolled out in the panel yep. and, and it's in in tension this way and compression this way mm -hmm. and the lateral tension uh when they really started chasing after that um made absolutely total sense to me right um and it's totally changed uh the speed and the quality and everything else of the repairs that that absolutely. not only that i'm doing but that everybody's doing Oh well, yeah, for sure. You, you know, you all you've always heard slower is faster, and you know, oh yeah, with doing different repair, oh, but but really now with with trying to understand this tension and stuff like that, and you don't realize really how old that video that Marty put out is. It's really before anybody was really putting it out there about this tension. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, you know, you say within the last 27 years how far we've come, uh, but you could say in the last 10 years and really in the last three years of where we've really gone in the tools and everything, 
to really compensate and, and help us fix this oh, large oh, yeah. damage. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, the last three years, the glues have just absolutely exploded. Oh, and, yeah. And now everybody's jumping on the bag, bandwagon of this uh, lateral tension. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Which just, is cool because you get more ideas behind it. Like everybody's making their own creation of it. So there's more options for us to pick what works best for us. I like the fact that there's more more than one company doing lateral tension and stuff. So. And what I what I really love about it is it's not just tool companies or technicians or individuals just coming up with a tool. They're coming up with stuff now that is starting to save our bodies, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and making it better for our bodies to do these types of repairs. Why would you um, want to save your body? <laughs> what? What? Hold on, Barry's on. What's up, Barry? Yeah, what's up, Barry? <clears throat> I'd, I'd love to get Barry on one time because I just like hearing him talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and Bruce, uh, going back to something you said about, you know, having the guidance from Shane, Keith, you know, uh, uh, Kaz and all the people you mentioned, like, I feel like we all have that. Like, Gene Fady is a big emphasis on my life in my career oh, yeah. right now. Uh, you know, I got several. I can't even name everybody who's helped me get to where I'm at. Kevin Bird, as yeah. much as he gives me hell, he's still, <laughs> he's still one of those guys that – I can lean on for help and everything. So we really do have some amazing people in the industry. You're one of them too, Bruce, by the way. But uh, Well, um, I might be amazing to some, but um, my, uh, my wife's jury is still out. So <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think all of our wives. Yeah. Mine would say the same how, thing. How we are, but, um. yeah, a, good, a good wife knows how to keep you humble. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Mine does it every day. <laughs> just when I think I'm getting ahead she's like no nah, I'm bringing your ass back down to earth <laughs> you know if it if it wasn't for Gene um, if it wasn't for Gene giving me that blunt wake up call about social media and, and uh, getting a website and all the rest of that and accusing me of having uh, grumpy old, old debt guy uh, syndrome and doing something about it um I mean, you can't beat that end of marketing. I mean, I really don't, I don't spend, of course, when you've been, <clears throat> when you've been in it as long as I have, <laughs> when, you've been as, when you've been in it as long as I have, uh, you, you already have a lot of referrals and word of mouth. Yeah, but, word of mouth is um, huge too. Yeah, and so... I don't really spend anything on advertising, but there's enough people that check out Facebook and go on uh, looking for paintless dent repair and finding my website and uh, and all of that to where it just grows exponentially. I mean, what do they call that? A, a sales funnel? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have my I don't have my sales team in here. They're in in the house, but. <laughs> my sales my sales team is my two dogs. And, <laughs> well yeah, I mean I go to I go to a house and most of my customers um in that income range are uh uh forties, late thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties. 
I wasn't going to say 70, but most of those are dead. So, um, <laughs> but, but, um, but if I show up to do an estimate and, uh, and I'm looking at the car and everything and I'm measuring everything out and all of a sudden the dogs start chirping, uh, then immediately they go, Oh, they're so cute. Well, <laughs> the focus goes off of the debt, the repair, the cost, and on the dogs. And then the next thing you know, I got a job. So they're like, Can I pet yeah. the dogs while you fix it? That's all I need. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I take real good care of my my uh, my sales team. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> how um how, how is your market where you're at uh, as far as quote unquote competition or other dent guys or companies right there? Is there a um, lot of them? Or there's um well there's let's see there's one two let's see one let's see one two maybe three. Tech, techs in this area. Okay. Uh, one of them is pretty decent. Uh, the other two, <laughs> I remain or I refuse to be unprofessional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, the reason I'm, I'm saying that is because like, I don't spend money on advertising either because one, I am the only retail location. Uh, uh-huh. two, two, the rest of them are just wholesale guys who just go out um and strictly you know they may go to somebody's house do a retail job but you know all of my my you know i keep the facebook up and i keep my my website up to date and the google and stuff like that but as far as advertising uh i'm not trying to to outdo another company like other industries and stuff so like when the people come by for you know, oh, you want to do radio advertising that? No, I don't, because it really doesn't help me because I'm not trying to outdo another company to put me first. You know, See, and I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about advertising because, like, I'm more or less, like, I don't have another retail PDR company here either, but I'm more or less trying to grab more than body shop, you know, customers and bring them in. That's kind of what I'm trying to grab. So a little uh, just awareness, I guess you could say, is what I'm trying to get out there. Well, you know, I, it, it's I've got a lot of word of mouth and stuff, and you'll have, of course, that too, you mm-hmm. know, Andy. Uh, but especially being a location that they can direct people straight to you. Oh yeah, they of, they hooked me up <laughs> instead of you know, hey, we'll call this guy; he can come out to you and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. every every little niche is different. Now Bruce has, you know, he both. You're mobile, but you actually have. You know, you shop at your house and all that now. You, you know, built real nice. And uh, so it, it, I'm like you. I don't spend the money on it. Um, I did this week uh, on radio uh, just because it was what I thought would be a good deal and to test it out and uh, put on the advertisement for it that uh, mentioned this ad. You get $10 off your next repair so I can kind of track it all. But right. I haven't had a call and it's Wednesday and it started Monday. <laughs> Bruce Hackson, uh David Hackson said you're one of his favorite texts, by the way. Well, I, I, haven't had the honor, I haven't had the honor of meeting him, so I don't know. Oh, David's um, David's the real deal. We yeah, love he's just, he's just his, another uh, ball his standards guy. must not be very high. If I'm They're not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a he's another one of those industry standards that we you know 
it's helped move the industry along. And then you got, you know, Nick Gill. That's the opposite. But <laughs> no, we love Nick. <laughs> he's getting, he's doing well, hey, speaking, speaking of advertisement, um, uh, after, um, after I'd been at it for a while, especially when I opened that retail shop, I spent a lot of money that I didn't really need to. Yeah, and uh, even um, all the money that I did spend, I don't think I got one one job from the advertising. And then um, I did the radio thing, I did the yellow pages thing, and all of that. And uh, just I think a lot of it was just the fact that when I got into it, I was going to push quality, and the, and the money would take care of itself. Yeah. Even though when I first got into it, I didn't know how to price anything. And I figured over the years, I gave away thousands and thousands of dollars worth of work oh, for before sure. I came in contact with Keith and Shane. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they uh, the radio, the radio uh, PDR college episode that I heard, I was laying in bed, um, was it? years ago, and they were talking about a repair that this guy did on a pearl white Silverado. It was like a, a 12 inch crease. And the mm-hmm. guy charged him, uh, well, you're not supposed to use the word charge. He billed him uh, $1,200. And I sat yeah. straight up in bed. Wait a minute. I said, what? Yep. I said, where have you been all my life? Speaking of those guys, they just put out another really great episode. Shane wasn't on it, but uh, Keith and Paul Corden had a really good episode about insurance and stuff. So if you guys haven't listened to that, go check it out. Cause I listened to it yesterday. It's a really good one. Yeah. I meant to listen oh, to it today and, and I forgot to, so I, it's on my list to do tomorrow to listen to it. Um, but I, I, under, I understand exactly where you're coming from because, and I've, I've said this before and talked to, you know, several, especially Gene and stuff. We've all, you know, when we get started in this business, uh, you know, we, none of us know how to really price it thankful for Paul Corden and, and how, you know, they're really driving the, 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 you know, pricing matrix and, you know, the price event, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, as long as, as long as your quality's there and you can fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even we always pull numbers out of our rear end and in my head and most of our heads was, you know, okay, most deductibles are $500. I'm going to keep it under $500. Right. So $400 was like a limit in my head and, you know, and them, them big smashes that I was doing in the beginning and stuff and fixing, I mean, it'd be like three, 400 bucks. Oh, you know, now, now you're getting thousands <laughs> for it. You know, yeah. you're getting, you know, we're getting the, uh, what it would cost to replace that bedside and stuff, you know? I, yeah. Um, I, got, I got a job for state farm, $1,500 on a 15 inch down. Mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like wow well, yeah. Gene Fetty taught me something about pricing too he made a really good point he's like if you undercharge for that debt how apt, how quick would you be willing to give up on it because you, you're sitting there thinking the whole yes. time I ain't getting enough money for this I ain't getting enough money why not charge accordingly do a great job everybody's happy so they, and that just stuck with me I mean I heard that years ago from him and it's always stuck with me so oh yeah if you, if you shortchange yourself it affects your attitude and your attitude affects the quality. And if you feel like you got to rush, then you're, you're not going to do as good a job as you could. It's just like you were saying, slow is fast. You just take yeah, your time absolutely. and pick the thing apart and get it done. 
Right. Well, that's how. I don't worry, Mike. Yeah. That's how it was. Uh, this weekend, I had a a wholesale vehicle. And I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, <clears throat> I really don't want to do this crap, man. I don't. I don't care if it's a you know, hundred percent. I don't care if it's seventy percent. You know, I really don't want to do this. You know, I'm sitting there in my mind just battling myself, and finally, I'm like, okay, it's good enough. Whatever. Yeah. And, well, I'm getting. <clears throat> I hate. I hopefully uh, whoever sees this program is not affiliated with, you know, the car business. Um, but I'm getting uh, work. Uh, I'm getting prices for wholesale that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I've got a, I've got a Rav Four out here that years ago I would have done it for, you know, three hundred bucks. And um, it's a $900 job. There's a little bit on the roof, a little bit on the sides, but, yeah, you know, it's a certified and they want it looking really nice. So, hey, right. they yeah. got to step up to the plate. <clears throat> and, you can, and you can get that in certain, certain, you know, wholesales, accounts and stuff like that. That's like the one I was doing this weekend. It's one of them nicer, real nice lots. They don't let anybody else touch it. But, um, but there's a lot yeah. – I don't do wholesale anymore. I like them and maybe one other place. They bring it to me. It's usually on something bigger. Um, but it's like all these others. I had one, uh, you know, we went on vacation the week of the fourth on that Thursday afternoon. One of my old lots called and they're like, Hey, we got this one. They sent me a picture and it was really of just half the dent. I was like, well, if you can drop it off, I can knock it out Friday. And uh, they brought it. I look at it and it's 23 inches on the whole quarter just caved in and I'm like, I'm like, okay, if I get 70% of this out, flatten it out, make it look better. Um, even 80%, I can do it for this much, but it's still over a thousand dollars. He's like, uh, you know, I know your quality and your pricing is good for what you do, but that's just more than what I want to spend. I'm like, then why did you bring it? You knew I wasn't going to do it for 50 bucks or a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I, our problem here with wholesale is like there's wholesale painters that will do it like dirt cheap, like hundred dollars or something like that. I'm like, y'all can have it. Like, there's yeah. no way I'm getting close to that. Well, a lot of. I got a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> what makes you guys rise to the occasion? Is it when uh, when you hear from a customer or even another dealer that their guy can't fix it? Doesn't that do something to you? Oh, absolutely. Let's go. That's what that, it is. That and when they say, uh, okay, well, you know, we let other PR yeah, guys look at it. You can't do that. <laughs> and they say it can't be done or the body shop says it cannot be PDR. Yeah. That right there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'll bring it on, baby. <laughs> or insurance. I had an insurance adjuster. We had an insurance adjuster for um, – for a company one day as a Ford F one fifty was smashing the bottom body line. That can't be done with PDR. He just swore up yeah. and down. It's like, all right, cool. Like the poor customer had to pay out of pocket to get it done because he didn't want it painted. And I was like, Well, you don't oh, have it. Like I can fix it, but your insurance is kind of being a pain in your ass right now. So the Honda dealer that I used to do work for, they they had a, a, a change in personnel. And so the recon guy that was at the Toyota dealer went to Honda. And, and I hadn't done anything for like two years. I, I walked off the lot because I just got sick of them. Well, he called me. He had this um, red Honda Accord two-door. 
that um, he said, he called me up. He said, I said, well, I thought you had a guy. He said, well, uh, my, guy, my guy can't do it. And so I went down there and looked at it and it was red and it was a gouge about four inches long. And, and I'm thinking, man, I got that hot box to give me a chance to use this thing. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll fix it. So I said, yeah, I'll, uh, I said, I'm going to have to take the door off. I said, but I'll do it for 650 bucks. And I said, okay. Cause he didn't want to paint it. So I took it, yeah. right. did the job, brought it back. Uh, guy came out and looked at it and then he runs in and gets the GM and the GM comes out and looks That's at what it you want. and he goes, Oh my God. <laughs> and he gives me the fifth bump. He says, that is awesome. I don't believe it. And yeah. I mean, I mean, the payday was good, but also the little, you know, pat on the back that you yeah. wouldn't normally give from a dealer. That's Absolutely. So. I love that from retail customers when you just blow their mind. Like we had a, so Natalie's homeroom teacher last year, my daughter's homeroom teacher. He's the auto mechanics teacher at school. He came in with a little bitty door ding. I fixed it and pulled it back out front. He's like, you already done? And he came out looking at it, just mind blown. He, I, I don't think he was a believer to begin with, but he's a believer now. And that's, that's what I love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love catching, I, lo I love catching their reactions on the camera out front. You know, especially, especially the ones who were told it can't be done. And like I had one a uh, couple years ago, just like that. And I mean, he hounded me just days, and 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 you know, are you sure it can be? You could get this out. I'm like, yes, it's not that bad. You know. And so we got him on camera, like he's squatting down, looking all that, and he's like, "Holy crap! Holy crap! It's gone!" <laughs> like, That's all. Awesome. I'm like, that video right there is is just great, and you know, use it for. Well, he just he just reminded me of a story. I got to tell this before I forget. So I had my, when I, yeah, I know. Before I forget. <laughs> um, I had that I had that shop across from the Honda dealer down on Iowa Street uh, years ago, back in 2008, and it was a Saturday, and um, I wanted to close up early and go fishing. Well, yeah, imagine that. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this young couple came down from uh, BC, British Columbia, and uh, they show up in their um, brand new, well, relatively brand new uh, Tiguan. White one, pearl mm -hmm. white. So he comes in and and uh, he says, uh, he says, I've got this little door ding. He says, Well, how much you you uh, you charge me? And I said, Well, I said it's it's and it wasn't any bigger than a dime. I says, I'll 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 do it for eighty five bucks, no big deal, because I just want them gone. I wanted to close up and go. And so uh, roll the window down, put the barrier in place, went in, fixed it down. And then I said, well, what do you think? And him and his wife looked at the side of the vehicle from one end, went down and looked at the side of, side of the vehicle from the other end, went to the other side of the vehicle, looked at both ends to make sure they matched, come back and looked at that side again. This went on for 20 minutes. And so he goes up and he says, can you work on that just a little bit more? Well, there was nothing there. 
<laughs> put the pyramid in place, put the tool down in there, lean down and, and uh, kind of pushed on the metal a little bit for about <laughs> five minutes, took it out to it, and the whole process started all over again. Oh. One end, the other end, the other <clears> side, <throat> back on this side. He apologizes that he's so busy. He says his, he drives his wife crazy. And I'm thinking, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> so after, after 20 minutes, he was finally satisfied. So I told him, I said, look, I says, obviously, because I want to get out of there. Obviously, uh, you're never going to be happy with this. So I'll tell you what, it's on the house. No, no charge. No. He says, no, no. I says, I can't. He says, I, I have to pay you. I said, I said, no, I says, you're not going to. And, and you know, I'm not a little guy. <laughs> and I said, your money is no good here. <laughs> I, said, I said, just get in your car. It's this nice sunny day. Just get in your car, drive down the road, enjoy the rest of the day and, you know, have a good time. Right. Whatever. Says, no, 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 I can't do this. I says, yes, you can. I says, I'm going to show you exactly how easy it is. I said, so I, I literally did this. I walked over to the car. I said, now, and I explained it. Open the door, get in, put on your seatbelt because you got to be safe. Shut the door, <laughs> start the car, back out of the parking lot, back up, and then get out of the parking lot and have a wonderful day. Said, no, no. He says, I must pay you. I said, no. I said, I said, you're not paying me. She says, okay, then then my wife will pay you. And I'm thinking, oh, right. <laughs> so I go, in, I go into the shop and I, and I run her credit card for a dollar. So I handed the slip. I was a little ornery back then. I'm not yeah. saying that I am. I'm not now. It's just, I handed him the slip. He signs it and he sees what the amount is. And he starts ranting around, no, 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 no. He says, if I don't pay me because I won't be able to sleep at night. And I'm thinking, yes. <laughs> so, so so i ended up charging the full the full amount and we went out right. and chit chatted and talked and kind of laughed it out and whatever nice. he gets ready to leave and he says so he says he said uh, uh i suppose i'm banned for your shop and i said nah, nah. I said, so. and i'm thinking in the back of my mind i'm thinking oh yes i don't care if you ever come back <laughs> sal uh sal brought up a good point he's you know, talking highly of you, of course. And he said, we got to hear some stories about your German days. We haven't even gotten your personal life, and we're yep. 43 minutes in. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's what happens when you're an old guy. You're pretty windy. That's when you're an old guy. You're pretty windy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into the, you know, the who is Bruce outside of the PDR world. So, I guess, you know, we know you're married. How long have you been married? Y'all got any kids, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, what do you like to do outside of the PDR world? One, we know fishing, but apparently Sal's brought up something about your drummer days. So, you know, that's, let's get oh, it. Was you on the Mayflower? Did they have you on the Mayflower? The <laughs> <laughs> well, the, keeping the rowers rowing. <laughs> keeping the time down, baby. He was a little drummer boy. <laughs> yeah, I was out there tapping on the poop deck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't um, resist. My drumming days. Um, 
Oh, good grief. I started playing the drums when I was, uh, seriously, when I was 20. But I really, I mean, I, I have to go back. And um, I started seriously playing when I was in the service. But the service was a blur. It was not, it was not the best, best part of my life. Um, because uh, I was heavy into alcohol and drugs and the rest of that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just glad I didn't. We didn't. I didn't have frog babies because it was it wasn't all <laughs> that good. Yeah. Um. But I started. Um, I I started seriously playing the drums, and played with one or two different musicians. But nobody really wanted to just make music. They all had this rock star mentality. And I didn't, I mean, there was times where I'd throw my sticks at a guy and not even talk to him for, you know, a couple of weeks. Dang. And, uh, but I really didn't, I didn't really come into my own until I started playing in, playing in church. Cause I was a church drummer for, oh, what, started playing in church in 87. And uh, uh, I've sort of gotten a little bit away from it because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> so, so, it's a little hard. It's a little hard when you have a, a song services where the songs are going 900 miles an hour, and it's hard to keep up. Yeah, um, I used to be able to. Um, well, James, James' dad, James Bernard' dad, uh, was uh, the bass player there for a number of years, and so we played together for Small a long world. time. Yeah, well, that, that's small, how that's how you, you you know him. I thought y'all was joking. I didn't really know you knew him when he was a little bitty, but that's 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 a small world right there. <laughs> no, I've I've known James for. Uh, I mean, I I went to James. Matter of fact, oh yeah, I played I played the drums in uh, James at James' wedding. Nice. Songs. Oh, awesome. and what's that? I said awesome. Yeah, and. Uh, so, um, yeah, I've sort of backed away. I'm doing a little bit more singing, a little bit more playing uh, my trombone. Um, so, so did you play the, the drums for James's wedding? Was that like Adam's family one or two? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which well, one uh, that, Fester got that, married then, in. Back, back then, he still had hair. So. Oh. That's right. He did have hair. Hey, yeah. He showed up at our hair now. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, "Who is that?" And he walked up. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm surprised that he hasn't piped in. So I know he, was, he, he might be working still. They seem, they seem to have some late nights. Usually when we're doing the show, he's he's working pretty late. So, so how how long have you been married, Bruce? Um, we got married in '87. That's when uh, that's when I got in church. And uh, nice. no, we got married in '88. So um, December third, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, that's my uh, birthday. Huh? <laughs> December third is my birthday. Really? Okay. Yeah. So now, now I'll be able to keep up with your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, and I'll see Brandon say happy anniversary, and then I'll see it, and I'll go ahead and post happy anniversary. That's like five five kids. Oh, nice! Uh, four girls, four girls, and one boy. Um, the girls, 
the oldest one, uh, it was, we took her in because her mom, we got her off a Sunday school bus route and uh, me and my wife and uh, her mom was a hooker and uh, we didn't even do the, le the legal thing. We, we took her in and we made her uh, our oldest daughter. And then uh, I married her off to a good boy and they've had four kids. And then, uh, awesome. and then Christina, her mom was a single mom. My wife used to babysit her and she had said many times that if anything ever happened to her that we, she wanted us to have Christina. So when Christina was 17, her mom went in for, uh, for a hysterectomy and uh, uh, had a bad reaction to the anesthesia and went into a coma and mm -hmm. ended up in a, uh, a nursing home. And none of the immediate family wanted to step up and take care of her. So we went in and got the legal guardianship and then raised her till she was 21. And then I married her off to a good boy in Tennessee, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. What part? Yeah. Uh, they were they, they were at Parsons. I think they're living in, I think they're living uh, up by uh, the Kentucky border somewhere, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And so I married married her off. They've got three girls, and uh, then my son he's living in Tennessee, and they've got their third kid. And then, um, and then my daughter Brandy, she's here. She's married to a good boy. I say boy. <laughs> uh, he's seventy. Um, they've got four <laughs> kids. And, huh? I said, I said, you said he's there a good boy and he's 70. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then my youngest daughter, uh, Karen Ann, she's got, uh, she's got two. So I've got like 15 grandkids. Awesome. Well, do you ever, you ever come down to Tennessee to visit them? Uh, I haven't been uh, to Tennessee to visit them yet. We did go to um, Chattanooga to a, um, a uh, commercial embroidery seminar uh, for five days in yeah in Chattanooga. Because okay. um, I got I got two uh, ten needle machines back here in the room right now. Because we're nice. eventually I'm going to start pushing the um, embroidery business or just a small one anyway. Okay. Nice. Because I may not That's be awesome. able to I may not be able to mess up dents forever. So yeah. <laughs> Well, if you ever get down here to visit, make sure you holler at me. We'll have to get together. What's that? I said, if you ever get down here to visit, then make sure you holler at me because we'll have to get together. Yeah, um, if we get if we get over there in that neck of the woods, I kind of want to um, go fishing at Pickwick. So that's probably oh, yeah. not too. It's probably not too far away from where you're at. I think it's like an hour, maybe a little bit more. It ain't nice, that's not too bad. Yeah, but you know. I've been, uh, let's see, we did go over and, and see, see them when they were living in, um, Parsons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, I mean, it was nothing for them to drive to Nashville or whatever and go shopping. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. And he drives like, he drives like he's a, a NASCAR driver. So I get and it. It doesn't take very long <laughs> to get wherever he's going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. Goodness. So besides oh, yeah. fishing, just you doing fishing and embroidery now, is that kind of the 
the off time spent? Um, what else am I doing? Oh, yeah, I like to mow my lawn. <laughs> mow my lawn, I can't hear the phone ring. Uh, I got two and a half acres of lawn out here to, to mow. Sweet. And uh, my wife asked me, she said, well, why do you need to get a zero turn? <clears throat> she said, because I, want, I don't want to spend seven hours mowing grass. I want to spend two, two and a half hours mowing grass with all the weed eating and everything. So, yeah. Now, do you wear the yeah. jean shorts with the t-shirt tucked in and the new ba- white New Balance when you mow? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? I said, do you wear the jean shorts with the white white t-shirt or the t-shirt tucked in and the no, white New Balance? No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I, um, I drive the I drive the guys at the dealership crazy because I wear long sleeve black shirts and and uh, and jeans. I don't see how you do but, it. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is, was like when I was in the service, you were required to wear long sleeves and a T-shirt underneath your uniform <coughs> because mm-hmm. you were government property and you're yeah. not supposed to damage government property. And so the T-shirt sweat or soaks up your sweat and then evaporates and it keeps your core cool. Mm-hmm. Where everybody that's running around in, in shorts and no shirt is just killing themselves sometimes. But, you hear that, um, Kevin Bird? You're killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing like working on a black car on a hot summer day oh, out in the open. Yeah. Now, now, did you embroider your own shirts? Yep. Nice. Yeah. I like yeah. that. You see that? Oh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. My, I do my hats, my shirts. Um, I just did some, where'd they go? Oh, yeah, I just did 12 fleece jackets the other day for a business. Nice. So, a little bit here and there. Awesome. I even made, I'm even, I even made two, I even made two quilts. Did you? You know what a, you know what a Bargello quilt is? Uh-uh. No. I'm not that old. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, you <do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make myself a shawl here soon. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to Bruce. I can't resist. But you, you've opened our, you opened us up to that with all your old jokes on the comments and stuff. Usually in the show, so I'm like, it's fair game now. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna wear it out. <laughs> well, you know when. When you find, you'll find out when you get in when you well, you get you'll find out when you get to be about fifty or so. I don't know uh-huh. how old you are, Brandon, but when you get to be about fifty, you'll get you'll get you'll come to the realization that uh, you really got no, nobody to really impress. And why take yourself that serious? I mean, life's life's too short. I mean, now, I mean, I look at it, you know, the, the, the Bible says that, that life is but a vapor. It appears for a little time and vanishes away. I mean, turn around and all of a sudden your kids are grown. You got all these grandkids, uh, you turn around and next thing you know, you're 60 years old and it's just like, where'd the time go? What happens is the older you get, the faster it goes. So I'm just a hop, skip and a jump away from, uh, being under the sod, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'll be 44 in December, but um, yeah. I'll be 42 in January. 
Oh, you're well preserved. <laughs> well preserved. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you know of me, though, about time flying by. Like, Natalie, she just turned 16 last week. And I'm like, wow, what happened? Like, how did that even happen that quick? So, it's yeah. flying. It doesn't take long. Well, when you're, you know, no. you know yeah, but when you're running a business, you know, of course, early on, you all my funds and, and, and we're losing you, Bruce. Went into the kids. Yeah, we're oh, losing you a little you bit. Yeah, yeah, tell you, tell your dinosaur to pedal faster. <laughs> <laughs> he got really? internet back in the 90s it still has the same internet <laughs> um well, Am I we got we got kind of kind of um we got a few minutes left but uh when when we get off here and, and close it you got to go back and look at the description for the show uh you'll get you'll get a laugh out of it well, I just had a good time doing that. Yeah, because I'm not the only smart ass in here. Can you hear me or no? <laughs> yeah, we can hear yes. you now. Yeah, it was just breaking up really bad a minute ago. Okay, I bet you it guys happened. had a good time doing the intro. Oh, oh it absolutely. was. It, it was. Yeah, it was good. I, I I could read it to you, but I'll let you go back and, and read it. But uh. So Amanda does the banner too, like the you know the banner, and Brandon sent her both the pictures, the, the picture of actually you and then the old one, and she sent back that one of the old guy. And we were like, "Yep, perfect. We got to use it." <laughs> oh man! You know, I didn't think I didn't think I'd be doing this for twenty seven years. Yeah, really. I don't. You know, I don't really think many of us think that we'll be doing it for a long time. Um, but yeah, we got a and we got a tech here, uh, gentleman Kenny Wells, and he's he's in his I think pretty much late sixties too, still doing it, and uh, awesome tech. And for years, I didn't I never met him in person. I always heard this Kenny Wells, Kenny Wells. I was like, well, he's an urban legend, like y'all are bullshit. And then I finally he came and he walked in the front door of the shop one day, and we got to talk and everything. It was really cool. Uh, he's talking about you know making tools out of hood springs or whatever the crap they made them out of back then and i mm -hmm. love hearing those stories like that you know what the you know what this business has allowed really allowed me to do though it's allowed me to it's allowed me to keep my wife from having to work to awesome. uh, put all my kids through private school it's allowed Sweet. me to go places and meet people that i normally would have never met, had an opportunity to rub his shoulders with some of the best PDR technicians and nicest people in, in this industry. Um, yes. I am extremely thankful for the opportunity to experience all of this. I would well, have never normally have been able to experience this in the kind of shape that I was in early on in life. Mm. Um, no, if, if, if you, if you, I'm not saying that you like me now, but 
if you would have met me years ago, you would have not liked me. I was not a very nice person at all. Well, we um, thank the thank the world of who you are now. So, and those people you're describing, that's you're in that list with us. You know, just nicest, you know, leaders of the industry, more or less. So, well, now when you said I was a one percenter, does that mean like IQ or? Or, uh, <laughs> not the good way. Not the good way, Bruce. <laughs> technical, technical ability. That's yeah. it. The technical yeah. savvy is on point. One of it. <laughs> you know, there's, you, there's there's some days I feel like I should be riding the short bus, but uh, well, you well, know, Steve, I mean, Stevie D's got one of them. If you ever want to hop on it, if he's ever up that way, Steve Dyke. <laughs> you know. Uh, we, we all have, you know, you said it earlier. We're not, we don't know everything about this industry, about the metal and everything. Um, those of us that can do high quality work, we're always learning. We're, we're continuing to learn. That's why we're able to do more stuff with dents and the metal now, better tools coming out because we're, we're understanding more. We'll never understand it all. Uh, but you're talking about, you know, we wouldn't have liked you back then. Look, we've all had, we all have a past, you know, uh, we grow up, you know, most of us, what's up, Ron? Um, we grow up, get older, wiser, finally, you know, realize, you know, what we did, who we were, uh, you know, some of us become Christians and, 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 you know, thank God every day for getting us out of, of what we could have become or where we oh, are. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we applaud you. Uh, we like Andy said, we think the world of you. You know, yeah, we're joking and stuff about the age and all that just because that's how we, we wouldn't do. pick on you if we didn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yes, one percenter, you are in that one percent of technicians as far as your quality and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, that that's that's where you're at. Um, I mean, you, and you care about the industry. You went to Lithuania to train with Kaz. You know, a lot, a lot of people have got to say they've done that. And that, that shows your care for the industry and what you wanted, the product you wanted to put out too. So, yeah. and, and, you know, you. Well, I continually. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, can I continually tell my customers that, um, that I'm basically a representative of the industry. And so even though, um, even though I might not get the job, if I have your ear for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to educate. So yes, or lends me an ear. Um, I'll spend my time where I'm supposed to be 15 minutes, half an hour, uh, explain to a PDF the process involved in everything else. So then it's going to be um, telling the friends, oh, I'm fixed. Yeah, I think One we lost. Oh. The last number is, oh. Uh, it, it's cutting in and out real bad. Am I, am I up back like, now? You yeah, are. A bit. There we go. Oh. oh. <laughs> One thing that I started to do a number of months ago is that with my before and after videos, I send my customers on their uh, text them a video 
of their before and after so they have it on their phone so they can show their friends. And then, and yeah. then that just helps with advertising. So. Absolutely. And, and, and speaking of that, I know uh, Sal had, had mentioned it earlier and I was going to say something earlier too, but you know, the way, when you, when you started getting into the, the social media part of it and doing your before and after videos, you're, the way you do it is, is kind of like, um, if anybody else does it, I was like, okay, that's Bruce's way. How you start from the same position doing the before <laughs> and the same position doing the after. And it's awesome. It really is, and it's it's people are noticing because they're starting to do it too. So, <laughs> yeah. kudos on that. Um, if, but yeah, if, if it if it starts getting a little shaky, then you'll understand <laughs> why. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I started doing uh, I started doing that because because people made comments online saying, "Oh, that's not the same car." Not to yeah, me, so but I've wonder. seen comments elsewhere. And I say, okay, fine. I want to prevent that as far as like with my videos go. So I'm going to pan that whole car and go to the damaged spot and then do the same thing, go back to where it's been repaired. So they can't say, oh, well, it's just smoke and mirrors. Yeah, absolutely. Know, and, and, and then that yeah. way I can keep it legitimate. So. Mm -hmm. Well, we know who the, the ones are that always say that. It's usually body men. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you so. know what, though? You know what? The, the the one body shop that I do a lot of work for, the owner, I had a conversation with him. I said, I told him, now I wanted to see his reaction. I said, PDR, when it's done right, is a superior repair. And he says, yeah. oh, I totally agree. He says, why paint a car when you don't have to? And so, Absolutely. And so... I'm going in there and I'm saving, I'm actually saving panels for these guys, but they'll call me like if they've got a blend panel, if they, if they're, they'll sell my, uh, my repairs, uh, to a customer either at, uh, my retail cost and then I give them 20% or they'll jack yeah. the thing up 20% and I'll get full retail for the job and they do all the R and I. They'll take the doors off or whatever, and all I gotta do is come and fix it then. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a beautiful relationship. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, that, that's somebody who believes in what you do, and and we do, we do. I think we all have that rare unicorn in a body shop. <laughs> I got two. I got two body shops like that, so yeah. I'm blessed with my body shop. That's awesome. I do want to give a shout out to Ronald Paris. He said good show earlier. Uh, he's. I just met Ron uh, several months back. He's another technician in our area. Uh, that he was referring people to me and then now if i can't get to something or somebody on his side of the bay i'm like call ron because anybody else in our area um you know yeah i like to educate all our customers just like you said bruce and i love this industry so much that i've had to do fix previous repairs uh, repair attempts i've done mm -hmm. for free to save face for our industry for our area you know, um, but just because, you know, I don't want to give them a bad experience, you know, but anyway, well, eventually we'll get Ron on the show and, uh, he's, he's on our list. I have to convince him to come on. <laughs> well, no, we'll just do him like we did Nathan today. Hey, you're coming on the show next week. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ron, look, you're commenting, but, uh, we got you on the list, buddy. Uh, so be ready. Uh, no, he's a great guy. Um, and you know, I'm glad see the, 
the ex wizard tech where you tell me about. Yeah, yeah, he's, okay. a, he's an ex wizard. Right. Sweet, he's an ex wizzy. But um, we out uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are over our hour, Bruce. It yep. went by fast, and uh, again, we appreciate you coming on and 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 sharing your stories and all that. I mean, it, it's I love it. Me too. I know, I know the I know the everything was kind of spotty here at the end but uh it was still good man yeah i had a blast yeah appreciate you coming on appreciate everybody commenting and and watching and uh you know uh and then we'll i don't know for sure who we have on next week but uh oh it's nathan we're gonna make him well we'll make him come on i guess nathan don't like being in front of a camera he's gonna be like Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a lot of them, including us, but Nathan Albers hopefully is our guest next week. Yeah. But again, Bruce, we thank you, man. We're not going to keep you from your family any longer. Uh, you know, go yeah, cook your you, wife. Brother. Go go cook your wife dinner. Go make her no, quilt. I got to I gotta go get – I got to hit the shower. I got to get ready for church tonight. So. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. I'm, I, well, I'm thinking, you know, it's 7.09 here. It's like not even – it's five oh eight o'clock there. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, we oh, greatly man. appreciate it, brother. Yeah. It's been it's been a blast, and uh, yeah, like I said, we think highly of you. Well, thank you. Um, I was never that popular in school, so my wife was trying to figure out why you guys wanted to talk to me. <laughs> well, just just tell her we you think, had to be popular in school back, back then. There's probably what like three people in a class. I mean, can't be that many people on the ship. Well, you know, my half of the class made the upper half possible. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's well, awesome. you know, we, we're joking. We know you didn't come over on the Mayflower. It was the Penta. <laughs> anyway. All right, brother. Appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll put you in the back room real quick. We'll end this. We'll say our goodbyes uh, after we end the broadcast. But, again... Hopefully, Nathan Albers next week. Uh, if not, we'll know for sure. It's going to be somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. But appreciate everybody watching again, commenting, and uh, see y'all next Wednesday. Bye, everybody. See you.